The time has come to get ready for the 2022 World Cup. And what better way to prepare than by revisiting the World Cup's most amazing goals? I'm Brian Phillips. I'm making a podcast about the history of the Men's World Cup, told through the stories of 22 iconic goals. The show's called 22 Goals. It's out now on the Ringer Podcast Network, and we're having so much fun. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me, I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, And it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Julia Littman. We are talking Love is Blind season three. I'm here with Callie Curry. Callie, hello. Hello. We are here to catch up on Love is Blind. We haven't talked since I think the first four were out or so. So there's so much to dig into. I mean, you and I have talked, but not not. Did we only do two? We only did one? We only did one, man, because of COVID and, and other stuff. I'm really sorry. I keep using that excuse, but it's true. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm positive. I feel like we've done two. And then this is the like finale. Mm, I don't remember. I mean, I don't know. I actually I've talked I, about I've talked about the show nonstop, so it gets confusing. <laughs> what is the top topic people want to discuss with you at this point? <clears throat> at the moment, at this yeah. very moment, because it really hasn't died down. SK, I'm not sure if you've seen some of the really? news. Oh no, I haven't. What happened? One woman came out and said that she was dating SK, and then. <clears throat> he took her to Europe and while they were in Europe, he told her that he had a fiance from a TV show, but it was all fake. Oh my God. No. Then another woman screenshotted their, or I guess screen recorded and like scrolled through her text messages and DMs from SK. And oh, they went no. on a date and she has a video of him on the date and it is SK. I'm just Oh not, my God. This is, I, this is awful. I, Yeah, I'm just not quite sure of the exact timeline. Raven has come out 
and been like, these are all rumors and we're totally fine. I do know that Raven also had said earlier that they were on and off. So they didn't like leave the show and were just immediately together and everything was great. They've been on and off, but they're on now. They're good right now. Oh, so I no. don't really know what to make of it, but it's not good. Oh, no. Callie, what a heartbreak. I know. Breaking news you to know, me this morning. I'm embarrassed you know to know I was, about it, by the way. I am or was very hardcore team SK. So this was this was a this was a heartbreak for me the past couple of wow. days. Wow. Wowie, wowie. Um, interesting. We'll dig into that. I'll just say for a comparison, the top thing people have talked to me about is Cole versus Zainab. Zainab and yeah, the, the cutie situation. Those seem to be the top two. Um, yeah. Wow. I'm just reeling from this SK and Raven news. I need to let that process <laughs> for a minute. So can we talk about Cole and Zay while I work through this in my mind? Yeah, I would love to know before going like before we discuss anything, whose side are you on? Um I guess if I had to pick one, like if I was like you can either like jump off the plank or on below deck adventure into the cold water or <laughs> pick one of their sides, I would pick Zay. But only because I'm forced to. I really want to pick no one. I think that both of these people have significant issues that they need to work through and they're clearly not a match. Um, but as previously discussed, I hate Cole and I've not wavered though. I was, I, I hate him, but I'm worried about him, but I, I still really dislike him and I'm on her side. What about you? I would also pick Zeneb, but, um, I think I'm, I think I'm picking Zeneb because if I separate them, I think I have a longer, like, I feel like I have more of a future with Zeneb than I do with Cole. <laughs> but in this situation, I think they're both wrong. And also my least favorite wor word in the universe is like exactly what I think the cutie situation was. It was a little gaslighty, little gaslighty. Yeah. So the clearly, so the, the, the fulcrum on which this conversation rests is at the reunion, um, Zay basically talks about how Cole made a lot of comments about what she was eating and tried to control what she was eating. And the example she gives is that she had she was going to have two cuties on a day when she hadn't been eating. I guess that they'd been filming, and he and she made it seem like he was saying that she shouldn't have two. I, by the way, cuties to me are um, clementines. That's what that's what we call them in my neck of the woods. Um, but anyway, that she shouldn't have two, and that he was like you know, shaming her for her, like her weight. Um, and then Netflix showed that scene and it wasn't exactly as she described it, which I think has really contributed to the vitriol that she has been receiving, which she also addressed on her social media. Um, but people, people, and, Wait, and can I, I change I my answer? Sorry. You just reminded me of her post and yeah. I think I'm now team Cole. Sorry. <laughs> Totally forgot about her post, and her post really set me over the edge. I think I'm on Cole's side. Um, well, I will say I checked out the Love is Blind Reddit. It's like a completely unhinged, completely like just the worst of the internet and like the worst of people weighing in. So I hope she hasn't looked at that. But if that's a testament to like what people are saying, then, she, you know, I understand if she's kind of like losing it. I, I, I don't know. But 
I still still pick her side. Why did that send you over the edge? Like what like what about them made you ultimately side with him? And I just want to say we 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 both hate them both. Well, I don't actually yeah. I don't hate her, but we we choose no one. We choose ourselves. I don't I don't even hate Cole. They I think they're both extremely toxic in different ways. Yeah. That doesn't mean that they cannot be saved. Um, but what is sending me over the edge with the Facebook post is if you're both toxic, right? Based on the reunion, Cole seems much more open to change and realizing like what he did wrong and wants to like improve that. Between the reunion and that, that I don't know, did, was I, did I say Facebook post? I meant Instagram. I don't even have Facebook. I don't know why I said that. And Instagram post, Zenob is taking absolutely zero accountability. And how do you improve yourself if you don't think anything's wrong with yourself? Okay. Counterpoint. First of all, mm-hmm. that's taking Cole's performance at the reunion at face value. And as Erica, our producer, pointed out, he seems to be doing just fine on his TikTok. And like in general, he seems like he's doing fine. Um, Trust and believe. <laughs> I've seen I've seen Cole's TikToks, but that was also like everything happened so long ago for them, which I feel like people are definitely confused with the timelines because of how um, Netflix released the show. But like it was filmed at the same time as Chicago. Yeah. Uh, In fact, people accuse Zenob of like wanting to have like a deep D moment. And she addresses that they were like a week apart in their, in their weddings or whatever. Um, I also don't remember deep D's when she put, when she put that in the, post i was like what does deep tea have to do with this and <laughs> I then believe someone was like remember like, she chooses yeah. herself she's like i choose me but nowhere near no. nowhere near the zenob well the thing that i have the hardest time with her was Zenob is like she claimed at the reunion that she really didn't know what she was gonna do before she got up there and yeah zero chance there's just no way she delivered a monologue like she also was confident in the way that she delivered it and she... She got a round of applause from her friends. Yeah. And um, she also claimed that no one knew what she was about to say. And her mom literally, when she was walking out there, was just like, tell your truth. Say what you have to say. Her mom clearly knew she was about to say something. Yeah. And I was trying to think, if your friend did that and you got and you had no idea, you thought you were going to a wedding... Would you clap or would you be like, uh, let me just go check on her. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't think I'd be like, yeah, girl, if I had no clue. Uh, I would be like so intensely uncomfortable. And I think that like, no matter what, I would just feel bad for Cole. Like, even though I don't think they should be together and she made the right choice, like she, I embarrassed him. She embarrassed him. And I think she intentionally did it. And I, I know that she denies that, but it's very hard to believe this was not a premeditated monologue. And so, you know, I would feel really sad for him. And even though he has a lot of growing up to do and I can't stand him, that still is like sucks. And this is on TV for the, like the rest of Netflix's ex- ex- existence, which I assume will be a long time. So... I don't know. It's just, it's a really, and it's, it's definitely like the most memorable moment of this season among several toxic relationships. <laughs> this was the most yeah. unbelievable moment. And then, you know, even though he seems like he's doing, it's been 18 months since this happened. So like, he's more or less like, you know, moving on with his life or whatever. Still working through it. I'm sure he clearly 
the level of dishevelment that he he displayed at the reunion was like so extreme that he clearly had a lot of anxiety about this, even if like day to day he's doing fine. So I just think he still sucks so much though. I don't think, yeah, I don't think he's great. I will say with the reunion, the like, which made me feel like bad for him, I guess. I don't even know if that's what I want to say, but I guess I felt bad for him. Um, I appreciated that what seemed to be bothering him the most wasn't like things that she said about him. It really bothered him that she said he took away all of her confidence. And he yeah. kept bringing that up. He was like, if I took away all your confidence, like, why would you want to do this again? Like, he kept bringing that up. So I'm like, he does care that he did something to her. Well, do you know what I mean? I also think that, like, that that really came out at that moment at the altar. And so I think he's so scarred by that specific moment, not only because of what she said, but also the embarrassment, which, like, is understandable. It just It makes him human, even if I still don't like him. <laughs> Yeah, but I feel like she she said a variety of bad things at the altar. Um, I just thought that I'm like, okay, at least he cares about what he did to her. Um, but yeah, I mean, no, he wasn't great. The the other thing that I'll say is I've been trying, like, after I watched the reunion, I was on Instagram and TikTok and refreshing and trying to see. So you were just what, living your life is what you're saying. I, <laughs> I wanted to know what other castmates thought about the cutie scene at the end. Because the whole reunion, I was like, oh my gosh, like Cole is such a psycho and hated him. And then I watched that scene and I was like, uh... Not what she said happened, yeah. No, yeah, I'm like, is this what happened in every single case? Because also, like, none of the women... That's a big contention, yeah. None of the women were there for the cutie scene, and they all were like, the cutie scene, the the cuties, and da-da-da-da. Like, so she had already gone back and told all of them what happened. I'm like, so what did they think after seeing it and being like, this is not exactly the story that we were told. Like, in that specific scene me personally, did not think that Cole did anything wrong. Like yeah. Not, I, a sing, not a single thing. I think he was just sort of like being himself, like the person she claims to to like. I mean, and to that point, a friend... But did he, did he say anything or do anything that would make you feel like, oh, he's controlling her eating? He's he's He is I don't making he, her go into no. an eating disorder? I definitely don't think... Well, I do think that disordered eating is like just honestly such a complicated and like touchy subject that if you have any issues with it, it's like very easy to be triggered. And so without knowing her entire history with food and her body, like honestly, like I, I think I just like take those issues very seriously. So like it also like lends some more sympathy for her from me, but, but I'm just saying, honestly, that's how Callie's in disbelief, but it's true. It's more so, it's more so just like, I agree with everything that you're saying. For me, after watching that scene and agreeing with you, I'm like, oh, she has had issues with yes. food. It, at the reunion, she made it seem like she started to have issues with food because of Cole. Yes. And I'm like, no, someone who has never had any issues with food and experienced that scene with Cole is not triggered by anything that he did. Do I think someone who has had an eating disorder or it does struggle with food, whatever it is, to your point, can be easily triggered. I think it's an insanely serious issue because obviously it involves your health. Yeah. Um, 
sure. I'm sure he, someone could be triggered by something that Cole said, like, oh, are you trying to get your wedding body? He was only saying that because she was choosing to only eat the two cuties or whatever it is. But, or she said, she said she had only had like a scoop of peanut butter and he was like, why? Yeah. Oh, are you trying to do that? So I can see how that can be triggering. Like, cause in her head, she might be thinking, Oh, are you saying I don't have a wedding body or are you? And also because he you, already ha- told her she wasn't as attractive as Colleen. So it's like. Yes. Yes. But, but, I, but I'm saying just that scene alone, how it was spun at the reunion. I'm like, I can understand how you can interpret that Zeneb already having issues yes. with food. But blaming your issues with food on Cole seems to be a reach. Yeah. It's like, it's unfair. What I was also going to add is that she clearly is not controlled by him, like to her credit. But like, you know, I think what he does impacts her. I'm not saying she's like not, she's, she can't be like affected, but I just don't think he controls her. Like he, if I was, if you were to say like, which of these five guys seems like the most controlling in their relationship, it definitely wouldn't be cool. It would obviously be Matt. More on that to come. So, and so I just think that piece of it, I, I just think that just speaks to like, she has a lot to work through. And also, Putting all of this aside, she's like incredibly unpleasant. Like, why would he want to be with her? She's not <laughs> nice to him. And she like, she shames him a lot for like has his messiness and his lifestyle and like how he does things. Like, you know, I just a- and, and another she even, thing. She copped to that. I mean, she did cop to that at the reunion. Did she? Yeah. You're being Lightly. so hard on her. She I mean, she, yes, she sucks, but she, yes. I was gonna say the other thing, like Cole was like. Because they like said he's messy, she's naggy or whatever. And he's like, it's probably somewhere in between or whatever. Um, A good point that was brought to me before I watched the end scene, because I was like, wait, do you guys believe Zeneb or um, Cole while I, while I was watching the reunion? I didn't know who to believe. And I thought I believed Zeneb because I was like, there's no way she would make all of this up. Like there's yeah. just no way. Um, And someone was like, Cole just admitted on national television that he shit in his toilet and didn't flush before he left for the airport. <laughs> so fucking I, gross. I, I think he's pretty honest. And I was like, good point. Most people are not admitting to that or they have some, like, it wasn't me or whatever it was. Cole copped to that and was just like, I know it's gross, whatever, da, 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 da. I couldn't clean, like, whatever. <laughs> That made um, me feel like, okay, maybe you're right. Maybe he is telling the truth. Yeah. It's, they're just both calling each other liars. But another, another point, Cole's favor, a friend of someone at the ringer attended the wedding as a friend of Cole because oh, he grew up with Cole. And apparently they said it was just like so, so awkward and just like very uncomfortable when she gave her speech and when her side like stood up with a standing ovation. Um, and apparently like the, the, this person sounds like a really good guy and like really genuine. So at least the man has friends. I mean, I don't know. I think one thing that, that like my favorite part of the show, whether it's like founded on the right things or not, is the, these women like really all like each other. Like seeing even Nancy and Raven, like, now friends. Yeah. And like kind of like own that interaction, especially on Raven's side was like really nice. I, I like just have like a real soft spot for friendship. <laughs> so I like watching it happen on TV, I guess. Um, um, yeah. So during my stalking, Raven did a live and someone asked them about the Cole Zenob stuff. 
And essentially, Raven was just like... I can't believe you watched a live. That's unbelievable. Carry on. <laughs> I, I, I didn't watch the live. I watched the clip of the live. Okay. Um, but Raven said something along the lines of like, I feel bad for Cole, but Zinnab is my girl. I don't think anyone saw everything that was going on. So like we that was one scene. We don't know like all of it. I'm sure there's other things that he did and said that weren't aired that led to her, you know, feeling more and more insecure. And she was like, and she did lose a lot of weight throughout the process. Again, I don't think that that can be blamed on Cole, um, whether he was triggering it or not. Like, I think there had to have been something that was going on beforehand, um, unknowingly, unknowingly triggering it. Um, but she was like, I do feel bad for him. But like, I'm just never going to go against Zena. That's my girl. And I was like, oh, wow, they're like real, real friends. Yeah, it was it was apparent. I mean, I'm sure they're all trauma bonded. Also, I have to say, if I was on TV and my fiance told me I was a nine and someone else was a 10, I probably would also <laughs> stop eating. So I don't blame her. I don't know. She obviously, I mean, he I find him easier to hate because I don't have a lot of data about like why he is the way he is. Her, on the other hand, She's yeah, had yeah, a really rough, rough life. Like to lose, I can't imagine losing both your parents. Can, has to be yeah. hard growing up with, you know, like leaning on a stepmother. As wonderful as that relationship is, it's just like clearly she's affected a by different not having culture. her parents around. Yeah, different culture, different race. Like, yeah, just I can got, understand got where really her insecurity can be stemmed from. I don't know if I said that yes. right, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Also, Raven said that Bartis was equally attacked. They just didn't show it at the reunion. Oh, interesting. Well, let's talk about Bartise and, and Nancy. <laughs> I thought Bartise was going to say yes. I was actually surprised. I mean, I don't think he should have because he clearly is not actually into her, but I was surprised by that. Were you? No. The way that he was acting with his friends beforehand, though, it was just like, I don't know. Was that just all gross. performance? I I can't stand him either. I <sighs> In some ways, I, I think, think he's, he's much my more number immature. one villain. He's I an think asshole. He, I think he's the number one villain of this season, which, you know, take villain how you want, lightly, whatever. I don't think anyone really, you know, is a horrible person, but he's not for me. He has learning to do. That's for sure. Again, uh, I also don't think that he wants... He, I don't know if he recognizes his flaws. You know, Nancy says to him, you were 25. Like, she said that to him at the reunion. Um, and I do think that, like, you know, 18 months in the life of a 25-year-old is long. So, like, maybe he has evolved since then. But does it surprise me he was just, like, dating someone else or, like, hooking up with someone else right after? Not at all. No. No, no, no. Also, uh, this is very mean. Please do not wear a ponytail again, Bartiz. It's not <laughs> your best look. It was barely a ponytail. It was more like a, a bun. Yeah. No, not even. His fun, his, it was like a like a... Like what I what what I put in my daughter's hair. It's like <laughs> it's yeah no it's, it wasn't a good look. Anyways, I think he is insanely immature. I think he clearly cares about physical more than anything. Yeah. Um. So awkward to watch the Ravens like having to watch some of these scenes back with everyone sitting there really made me uncomfortable. Um. That scene being one of them. I really liked the way SK handled it all. Same. But now with this new information, if you're not that invested, maybe you just don't care. <laughs> yeah, no, so I, know. I don't know. 
So um, upsetting. I will say star of the reunion was Raven. Yes. I just really, really, really liked her by the end of it. And how she handled everything with Bartiz, how she handled everything with Nancy. I was just like, five stars all around, girl. You're doing great. Raven's trajectory is wild. Really, I think many people didn't like her in the pods. And then I came... She's she's like probably... I, I would say like seems like the most genuine and loyal and like just like no objections. I, I agree. I think she seems like a, a great person who also like... No one's perfect, but I feel like we got the most evidence of Raven like working through things in real time and evolving in real time. And also like, while also just being herself and being like, this is me. And that's like yeah. pretty cool to see. I think she has the opposite of Zeneb mm-hmm. where she was doing her things her way no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. And she was like... She was going to take her time with SK she was going to shut down um, Bartise. She was going to become friends with the women. Like, she kind of was just like, I am not, this is, you either take me as I am or like, it's not going to work. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet and the other... Well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, It means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. I also thought that the way that she forged a relationship with SK's mom was very sweet and spoke really highly of her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the way that she owned up the situation with Nancy, it's just like, she handled that like an adult. I don't know. Really, really like Raven. I hope that her Pilates business really takes off from this. Like, I just, I just well, wish her the best. <laughs> she is pushing her YouTube Pilates like I have never seen. Good. She should. I mean, I, I just think that, you know, build on this if you can, girl. She does have a great body, so... Proof is in the pudding. Uh, I liked her look at the at the reunion in general. I I thought I thought Zenob's makeup looked amazing. Um, I thought you didn't like Zenob's dress. I thought no. Zenob in general. I thought she in general looked great. Her boobs and that dress were insanely perfectly. Yes, they looked very good. I just didn't like that perfectly dress. Perfectly sat. Like I don't like that style. I guess it's just not. Yeah, that style's kind of like 2015 club. <laughs> Yeah. Or like 2015 Housewives reunion look. More but like it. It was a good color on her. She yes. had her body fit nicely in it. It's definitely not the worst look from the reunion by far. Uh, that's obviously Nancy. Very tough. Obviously. 
<laughs> Nancy Obviously, was like prom 20, 2007 or something. But I've been really hard on Nancy. I like that when Bartise said no, she was just like, she shut down. She was like, I'm done here. Like, she just was like, no, that that's, that's uh, a wrap. I chose you I, and you did not choose me. I, I admire that. And I think that's the right way to handle it. And she clearly was like, you know, in pain, but she was just like, fuck this. Fuck you. I, I, yeah, was she was great. like, this is over. This is yeah. over. There's no going back. I appreciated that too. I did wish that she would let her family go a little bit. I would love to see what would have happened. I think her brother could have beat up Bartise. <laughs> yeah, it would have been awesome to see. <laughs> um, it would have been awesome to see. And I honestly like that Netflix showed that dynamic. I was into Same. it all. And Bartise deserves every bit of fucking smoke possible. So I am happy that he had to live with a little bit of that. Um, I don't really have it. Like my, I guess my problem with Nancy is I'm like, how the fuck did you like Bartise? But outside of that, like, I'm not mad at Nancy. I think she was also like very much herself. Yeah. I don't know. Obviously, you know, no one's perfect. Everyone has like their like wacky thing. I'm sure if we were filmed 24 seven, there'd be something that people would be like, she's a little, you know. Oh my God. Yeah. Quirks. I don't even know. Yeah. I'm sure I don't even know what it is. I live alone. So I don't even have anyone to like complain about my quirks right now. So I'm sure I've got plenty. So yeah. So I absolutely agree. Um, one thing I found refreshing about the show in general, just like as we were talking about everyone's different looks or whatever is, um, after like, you know, suffering through the bachelor for so many years, seeing so many different types of women's bodies on this show is just like so refreshing. And honestly, like, it shouldn't be, but I kind of find it exciting. And I just am like appreciative of that. And like, also like thankful of thanks, thanks to these women for all, you know, just being themselves. I like, feel like Alexa is like, the, like kind of like gets the attention for that. But like, this is just a much, much more wider range of bodies than we usually see on TV. And I, I really appreciated it. I think you got almost every single body type in yeah. like this, but I also loved that. It seemed like the most confident of all of the women was yes. Alexa. Yes, absolutely. And seemingly the most straightforward relationship. So I yeah, guess... They also, via TikTok, seem to be doing very well. Yeah, they seem really happy. I'm like, I wonder if that's real though, but... I think I it is. Know. Yeah, it, it seems like it. Also, they definitely seem like an opposite to track situation. And I do think that often works well, so... I also, when you were like, you know what I found refreshing? I was trying to guess before you said it in my head. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I found it refreshing to see, like there was a moment where Brennan stood up for the women. There was yeah. a moment where SK stood up for the women. And like, I don't, I was thinking like, I just don't remember that happening. Also like what they were standing up for the women for, like Brennan being like, do not call her crazy. It's not okay to say someone's bipolar. It's not okay for you to say that say that she's crazy. Like, and I don't even think Cole, because he was like, okay, I won't say that she's crazy. Like she's he's yeah, he doesn't like get it. He doesn't get it. So I and I think that's like ignorance and immaturity, not him being evil. Do you know what I mean? Agreed. Like I think there's yes, a difference. Agree. But I was like, I would like m- most men wouldn't have interjected there. Um and maybe also because of ignorance. I'm not saying they're all, I don't think all men are evil at all. I just think yeah. it was really nice to see Brennan be like, yeah, no, that you're not saying that. We're not doing that. Yeah. The, 
we've talked about this before. The trait that comes across the most on reality TV because it is the least common is empathy. And I feel like that seems like something that Brennan has. And it's because mostly the people who go on these shows are like so focused on themselves. It's one of the reasons why they want to do it. And so mm-hmm. when you see someone like Brennan who can like empathize with an experience he doesn't have, but has like either, you know, innately gets it or like put in time to understand it. It's like, it's surprising. And so it's refreshing. Yeah. Also, I was thinking watching the entire reunion. If I was Alexa, I would be like, yeah, that's my husband. Like <laughs> he just came across amazingly. Yeah. I think there's something that's like a little off about them. And then, you know, if you really dig into it, I think you and I would probably disagree about some of their politics. And it seems <laughs> like her father has, uh, her father has like some shady business dealings. You know, there was some, there were some online objection to also Chatter. like how the, yeah. yeah. And also just about like the way that um, Alexa's family portrays Judaism. I don't really have a problem with that. Like, I don't know. I'm not here to police how people be Jewish or, you know, indul- like have like their family culture or whatever. It's just like a, di- it's a dicey, a dicey road. I would say also like just at the moment, there's so much discussion of anti-Semitism, like having like a, a Jewish family um, on TV is like kind of nice. Uh, so just like whatever. But I, I'm sure there's some, some stuff we're not getting with the two of them. And I just like, I can't just take it at face value. So. Yeah, I will say this. I hope this is not controversial. But in general, when it comes to religion, like I'm just not someone to tell someone whether they're doing something right or wrong. These are all like every single religion are all texts that have been rewritten and translated seven billion times. Like I I can't I don't I'm like I don't think anyone should be telling someone if they're doing it the right way or wrong way. Like we don't know. Yeah, it's also just not it's just not a mo- not monolithic in any way. So I don't know. And I Agreed. and also like Alexa doesn't need to represent me. Like I don't feel like I need Alexa to like represent my Judaism or whatever. It's just like it's having more representation is the point. So um Yeah, agreed. And so anyway, but let's talk about Matt and Colleen for a minute. <laughs> <sighs> Why were they sitting so close together on the couch? What was going on? <laughs> Why did Colleen look like her cat was being run over in front of her over and over and again throughout the reunion. I think I texted you and I was like, is she okay? I think like, I don't know if she's I don't, okay. She was so uncomfortable with replaying lot, the pool party stuff. A lot of people are commenting about how they were sitting, how they were acting. And like, I've seen so many people on Instagram, on TikTok, on Twitter, like these like, therapists or psychologists like you know dissecting the body language and everything has led to this is an abusive relationship I'm not saying that it actually is I'm saying that we are not the only ones that were worried for Colleen and most of the TikTok experts experts (laughs) which take that you know with a grain of salt who fucking knows all agree with us that it was alarming I think Colleen posted something that was basically like I'm totally fine and her TikTok seemed very happy and whatever um so I don't know I assume this reunion is probably a really long day they probably filmed for a lot of hours and the scene with her and Cole they did it early on in the reunion it seemed like she couldn't move on past that yeah seems but it seemed like she was like afraid of the repercussions maybe she's just afraid of Matt leaving the way they were sitting to me it was like 
a hostage in, in their captor where it's like you, <laughs> you go outside and it's like the, the captor is afraid that the hostage will run away if he doesn't stay like incredibly close. Um, no, it was really, really weird. Yeah. To watch. And then I don't think it's weird. They don't live together. I think that like, just like not wanting to, I don't know, like there's like, there's like paperwork and like financials related to getting divorced. So maybe they want to just like work to try to like date, see how it goes while not living together. I think that's like kind of fine, but, but aren't they married? They're married. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just saying like, maybe they did like they're married, but they aren't living together and like, seems that they're kind of like taking things slow, like in a smart way, but like, and maybe that's for like, I don't know, administrative reasons or something. I don't know. It's just so that, hard I mean, to that's, believe. That's what they, that's what they tried to say. Like my rent, Whatever. You know what I mean? He just, he just seems so rageful and she just seems so, um, meek. Yeah. And like nervous that it's hard to understand how they're they're still together. Uh, even, even her explaining their living situation. I felt like she was like, please guys, please don't hate me. This is what we're doing. I know it's weird. And Alexa had to be like, (laughs) it's, it's okay. Like everyone, like no one's perfect. Like we moved right in together and we found out through that pretty quickly. Like, Oh, things aren't perfect. Like, yeah. it's okay to do things your way, but she seemed nervous about even explaining that. Yeah. I I don't, I don't even really know what to say about them. They didn't really contribute anything other than, like, this, like, display of, of discomfort. Like, they didn't really say much. They were just like, we're doing great and didn't really dig in. I mean, I do think the, the reunion Matt was totally Matt completely got off... Matt yeah. got off the hook. Like, Matt and Bartise kind of, like, rode off into the sunset compared to, like, cool, yeah. what we saw. Um, I didn't, I haven't seen anything that says that they went at Matt harder than like, I, I have seen a bunch of saying that they went at Bartise just as hard as Cole and it wasn't shown to us. Haven't seen anything about Matt. I guess the difference is that Colleen's still with Matt. So maybe the women like, you know, we're going to take it lightly on him because she's married to him. Um, but like literally the only mention of his rage was he, when he was like, I may have taken it overboard. Like we need to dive into that because that wasn't the only time. Yeah, you did it multiple times and he just there's there's definitely <laughs> he he reminds me of like like a like a horror movie or like a thriller movie character where you're just like yeah, you are you're like a bad person uh, and maybe we're projecting but I think a lot of people got that vibe as well. And their wedding, she seemed so she seemed so unsure at their wedding. Like I <laughs> I thought her and Bartise like seemed like the most sort of torn up on wedding day. And so, and I believe her, she was like, I genuinely don't know what I'm going to say. And so I believe that, but I, I, I guess in the moment, it's probably hard to say no, unless you prepare it. I, like thought, Zenib. I thought Matt seemed pretty unsure too. And then when Colleen said yes, I feel like Matt was like, all right, I guess I'm saying yes. That's what it looked like <laughs> to me. Even so though I, I think Matt wanted to be married more than her. I don't think he was, I don't know if he thought she was going to say yes. So then when she said yes, he was kind of like, oh fuck, I guess this is happening. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Sorry. Just one side note I meant to mention. I loved Alexa's dress. It was so nice. And I'm really surprised by what she chose. It was like a, like a kind of like a strapless, I mean, not strapless, a sleeveless dress that was like a, a deep V and I don't know. She just, I, I loved it. Of all the dresses, I would definitely pick that one. It was like sort of beaded. It was kind of understated. It was definitely like the least princessy and the most like fashion forward. I don't think I'm choosing any of the dresses. 
I really liked Alexa's and I thought she looked nice. <laughs> I hated Alexa's look at the reunion, by the way. She's second to Nancy, but I hated. Oh, 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 oh. I thought you were talking about her reunion look. No, her wedding dress. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. I did like her wedding dress. No, I liked, uh, I loved her wedding dress. Her reunion look was awful. Okay, I was like, I'm not wearing a single dress from that reunion. No. no. Um, okay, now now it makes more sense. We were on different, we were on different pages. Yeah, sorry. Um, I, was, I was jumping back. I just, I forgot the wedding dresses. But yes, only, only Alexis. All the other, all the other looks, both reunion and weddings were terrible. I didn't hate Raven's wedding. Um... I don't completely remember it, but I liked that she incorporated like the Nigerian yeah. culture and like did sort of like a the mix head wrap of American. Great, yeah, um, yeah. She looked really nice at the wedding. I remember thinking that, but I don't remember her dress. Um, but I also remember her makeup was really nice. I think these in general, these women have good makeup. I was like kind of impressed by that. Um, anyway, uh, one other thing we haven't discussed: Nick and Vanessa. Somehow they were worse at this reunion than the last one. Vanessa was like horrible this time around. Couldn't couldn't deal. I don't think they're good. <laughs> well, we I just feel like they were really present or something. I I feel like they just didn't ask and maybe again we weren't shown everything. But like I'm like can you follow up on that? Can you dig into that? They're no Andy yeah. Cohen's. She just she just makes it, they make it about themselves and like yeah a they lot. always like work work their own relationship into it which just like which, makes no sense. Yeah, I mean I think in a general conversation you know you say things to like relate to someone so you'll say like oh I experienced that blah blah blah. When you are a host of a reunion, it has nothing to do with you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yet. We, they really made it about themselves a lot, including the dig at Je- Jennifer, uh, Jessica Simpson from Nick Lachey. Yeah, um, I wasn't... They need to find new hosts. I wonder how they got this gig. It's so random. I also... I need to hear a lot more about the logistics. I, I haven't seen this, but I haven't seen, like, the producers do an interview. But, like, why they chose Malibu, why all of these weddings seem to be <laughs> at the same location, whereas in the other shows, they're on different locations. Like, yeah. why was this season, like, an exception? Especially since it was filmed at the same time as season two. Like, I just don't get it. Yeah, also, like, we've talked about this. I'm like, well, COVID. But this was shot in Dallas, so you'd think they could have 19 locations. Did COVID exist in Dallas? I mean, as far as I've heard, I'm not sure it was real in Texas, so... Um, it was more real in Dallas, Houston, and San Antonio and Austin from all I've heard. <laughs> but no, everything, nothing closed. Um, and yeah, like the the weirdest part was the wedding location. I also think that if they weren't having weddings at the same time, they should have been allowed to uh, attend each other's weddings. That would have been kind of interesting. They I never have done that. that though, right? Yeah, I know, but I would have li- I would have liked to see that. I don't know. I, I, that is like one of my, my notes is like for this show, it's fun when they all get together. Um, I mean, we didn't even talk about, did we talk about Nancy and, and Bartice? I mean, Nancy and Andrew reconnecting at the bar. I don't, I'm not sure that we did, but that was weird. I'm not an Andrew fan. He was invited to the reunion and didn't show. I love that he didn't go. That's hilarious. I guess also like it didn't register for me that with the eye drops, he was like faking everything the whole time. But I guess he's just a total liar. Like, I just thought Wait, he was what? like... what? did you think he was doing? I don't know. I think I was like, wasn't paying close enough attention because I don't really care about him. <laughs> I mean, I guess a normal person would be like, oh, he has something in his eye. 
It's I like mean, no one would assume that you're bringing eye drops to pretend you're crying. But, but like, why would he go on this show just to like make up a persona and lie? It just seems like a lot of work. I guess he's just like trying to get well, famous. Yeah, but no, you would think that. But if he's trying to be famous, he'd be at the reunion. Yeah, that's true. I I really don't get it, but uh, whatever. Good luck to him. And I'm sure he's infamous and will be hard for him to go on dates. So <laughs> For sure. Who do you think has like the best out of the people that did not get married? Who do you think looks the best? Who do you think will be a hot commod on the dating scene? Who looks the best? I think Raven will be a hot commod. It sounds well, like they're headed in that direction. In a relationship. Yeah. I think we can assume that's not going to work out now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to withstand those kinds of rumors. Um, yeah. I think that I feel like there's a lot of like now new pro Cole sentiment. So I feel like he'll be okay. Um, he seem, definitely seems to be like his TikTok is definitely gaining some traction. Yeah, I think he'll. I think him and Raven will be both fine. Um, so I wish them. I, I guess like I don't know. Good luck, everyone. Please find therapists. So what do you think, um, Nance? Oh, interesting. Okay, I hope Nancy goes for some older guys. She needs someone to like meet her on her level. If you were to go on a date with someone, they tell you like, "Oh, I was on this Love Is Blind show or whatever." You're gonna obviously watch the show, right? Mm-hmm. If I watch the show. I think Nancy did the least alarming. Like, that's a good point. Her and Raven, probably I'd be like, oh, okay. All good here. No worries. Yeah. I think the Raven's the most- friends might be a little alarmy for me, but outside of that, <laughs> that's a good point. Nancy has the least, like, why did you do this on the show? Um, yeah. And like the, the, like the fewest bad decisions. She didn't really make any bad decisions except give Bartiz too much leash. Like, he just sucks. Um, and wanting to marry him. But I think some people just really, I mean, you go on the show because you want to get married. You're just like, I want to get married. It seems like a fast way to do it. So I think we just have to assume that she was just wanting to work out, which, you know, I guess I understand. It's just how it goes. But I hope she finds someone. She seems like she really wants it. Someone her brothers approve of. Um, good luck to that person. <laughs> I well, had five brothers. So it's not easy. Do they approve of your husband? Yeah, I think, yeah, they do. But <laughs> uh, it wasn't like easy to find someone that they all liked. Well, that is for sure. Plus your dad. So six guys to, to say yes. <laughs> yeah. Plus you. <laughs> yeah, I kind of just, you know, had to be like, I'm going to do what I want, which, you know, didn't always serve the best. But well, what are you going to do? We all have to learn that way. Um. I'm really devastated by this SK news, Callie. Like, I'm looking forward to watching this unfold further. Not looking forward to it, but eager to Wait, find out more. Wait, did you Google it all? I did. A lot of the videos have been taken down, I think. Um, oh, interesting. So that's, I think, a bad sign as well. Uh, I don't know. That's really upsetting about SK. Can't believe it. Yeah, it's not um, Well, thanks so much for bearing with us. We will be back next week to talk about the Bachelor in Paradise finale. I will also be back later this week. We got a special, special investigation coming up, I think on Friday. So keep, keep an eye out for that and have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. 
You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.